What's up, bitches? <laughs> and all my fellow talking shit podcasters and listeners. This is another episode of Talking Shit. I'm your host, Mr. X, along with my co-host, Jazzy T, or Toby, if you will. Yeah, hey now. <laughs> yeah, hey now. I, I have officially stolen it because you've moved over to something else, so yeah. Yeah, like I said, I got a million of them. <laughs> and um, today we are following up and having another discussion about feminism, and it's it's a uh, and it's something that's that um, has continued to be a theme uh, with me, me and Mister X in our personal lives and personal conversations, and um, it's actually trickled into my personal life and my experiences and i have to say that having these discussions with you mr x has um has changed my hasn't changed my life but it certainly caused a paradigm shift in my thinking like i i think that you and me talking arguing like you and i have had some legit fights about this um it's caused me to like really reflect on not only what I said the last time in our last podcast, but it's caused me to like uh, look at how people view feminism and view women, women in our society, and um, and so that's why I you know brought it up to you that I wanted to have another talk about this because like it 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 never ended right you and me it never ended this, this well it time. never it never ended with you. <laughs> you wanted to uh, keep rehashing and keep going because I guess you, as uh, the times went on, you got other information and different viewpoints. And ultimately, I guess it made you end up rethinking and seeing where, uh, where I was, where I was coming from with this whole thing, because to the contrary, what people think, because you told me that you let a few people listen to that particular episode and they're coming back with the idea that I'm living in the fifties or the sixties. And that's total bullshit, man. You know, my whole thing is that like, are there injustices towards women? Absolutely. Okay. But I think that the way that some of the, not all feminists, but some of the feminists react to it is like, they're kind of contradicting themselves in their pursuit of pushing for equality because during their push for equality and rights, they're belittling and bringing down certain type of men or, or men, if you will. And to me, that just, it, it, that doesn't make any sense because here it is, you want equality, but at the same time you're fighting for equality, you're bringing down a certain group of people. And that, to me, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I think, you know, I could have just, if this was just me, I could have just done a solo podcast about, you know, the conversations I've had with my friends and, and colleagues and stuff like that. But I think too, that like you just mentioned, um, people have had negative reactions to what you said. And so this will perhaps give you a chance to talk about that as well. Uh, yeah, I wanted to, to talk about it, but you know, it's it, the, the main thing is what we discussed was uh, your new outlook on it you know um i could really care less about you know what what uh what people really think about my viewpoints 
because outside of uh, like we, we, me and you have a lot of uh, talks and conversations and you legitimately most of the time know where I'm coming from mm-hmm. and you don't have a biased, a bias, sorry, a bias uh, viewpoint. You actually sit and listen and analyze what I'm saying and then come up with your own conclusion versus where you had a feminist friend who just wasn't trying to hear any goddamn thing I was saying. And we, I actually tried to lighten and make light of the situation. And, but because she had this outlook on what she thought the type of person I am, she wasn't trying to hear shit I was saying. And to me, like that type of train of thought gets nowhere. I'm, I'm open to listening to people's opinion. That's how you learn different things. You know, you don't have to necessarily agree with their opinion, but taking in what they're saying is, you know, that, that could also be beneficial, but <laughs> to certain to certain people, it's just it's in one ear out the other, and just ran, 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 ran their thoughts and their their position on how they feel. Okay, well, um, that happened to me to a certain extent in our last podcast. So, uh, you know, you said, what do you mean? You want to explain? You, you said stuff, and I got on my feelings, and I just started. I started actually just arguing with you, just to argue with you. In the because, last podcast, yeah. No, no. The last podcast, okay. Our first, our first feminism podcast. Like I was just arguing to argue with you, and um, you said some things, and it just got me like, it it just put me in like defense mode. So, well, do you uh, remember what the real quick? Do you remember what those trigger words were, or those things that I said? (laughs) Well, I remember what they are. Like, um, what uh, cater? Cater. Oh, cater. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That triggered you, but that came from another woman's point of view. Mr. X didn't make that word up. I was reading a text. What do you mean, you know? So that came from a woman's point of view. I know. Not mine. (laughs) Not mine. I know. So just just before we dive into the topic, just to make sure uh, by your logic, it's okay for a man to cater to a woman, but not a woman cater to a man? Nope. Never did I say that. I never said. Then why would the word cater to a man trigger you? Uh, just the let, me, let, me, let, me, let me finish. Because, let me finish. Let me finish. Because it's okay for a man to cater to you because you've had men cater to you and you've had no problem with that. But when the roles are reversed and turned around, when it's time for you to do the catering, it's a big deal. Nope. It triggered you. Well, it triggered you. So apparently you had a problem with it. I have a problem with the word period. It wasn't about a man or a woman catering to a man or a man catering to a woman. It wasn't wasn't gendered. It it wasn't gendered. It was the word catering. All right, dude. You're full of shit. Am I? Because (laughs) in my last relationship, I did not expect my man to cater to me. You didn't expect it, but he did anyway. And you were totally fucking fine with that. These are the words that are coming out of your mouth. That was my that, that was my relationship previous to that. My my last relationship that I was in, I don't think my man catered to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you mean your your marriage? You're talking about your last relationship after your marriage. After my marriage, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that was pretty short lived, didn't didn't wasn't it? <laughs> that wasn't a long relationship at all, was it? No, it wasn't. Oh, but you're going to count that anyway, huh? Sure. 
for the purpose of your argument. Anyway, let's move forward. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to get mad at me all over again, aren't you? Uh, no, I'm not. You'll probably end up getting mad at me. Probably. Okay, so <laughs> this is a... I, I actually have notes this time because I want I don't want to forget anything. Um, so first I want to say, um, and I told you this immediately after listening to the feminism, um, is it toxic masculinity episode? Um, I was shocked by what I said, because I think that um, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when I perform, like I perform, it's a blur and then it's over right? Like I don't remember everything that happened. And so it's actually really good that um, you and I, we both listen back to the podcasts and like, you know, we check each other and like, what did you think? And blah, blah, blah. Because like, I really, um, I, I really recognized in myself that I was just reactionary instead of thinking about like what I actually felt and what I actually thought. So one right. of the things that like, um, well, can I ask you? Can I ask you a question? Is it because of that that drinking problem that you have that you are? It's a blur during the podcast. Are you finished? <laughs> I'm just getting started, bitches. <laughs> a drinking problem. This is when you give me one any, fucking drink, and that's a drinking any, problem. One fucking drink, and you're bombed off that drink. Okay, just you're, you're ready to run topless through the fucking place that we're recording after one drink, and it's not a drinking problem. Hey, just be happy that you don't have to spend a lot of money when when I'm at your house and you offer me a drink. You'd be like, Oh my goodness. Toby, Toby's just Toby's just gonna have one drink, and that's gonna be it. So that's and we're gonna have to call the fucking police to get her out of here because she's such a a firecracker. Oh Jesus. Anyway. All right. I'm, okay. Let the record show um, that Toby does not have a drinking problem, but she is a lightweight. She is thank, a lightweight. Thank you. Thank you for clearing that up. All right. So, um, okay. So one of the things that I want to uh, talk about is um, this whole Lizzo thing that we brought up and, and um, I don't know, we even have like a little bonus episode where you followed up this question, but you asked. Yeah. When are we going to release that? Uh, pretty soon. Pretty soon, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, the question was really about can and should women, or it's two separate questions, um, can women wear whatever they want when they perform? Like, can they perform half naked on TV um, or at a football game? Um, and I said, absolutely, yes, we can. Why? Because guess what? It's the 21st century. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Um, mm -hmm. And then you and I and me and other people, like friends, we, I, I brought this up with them because um, you were like, uh, no, women shouldn't. And I just, I, the reason that I got offended is because like you were, you were saying women should not do this. And I took it as like, because you're a woman, you shouldn't do this. Mm -hmm. But what I want to say is, no, not, no one should be performing half naked on TV or at a football game or whatever. Why? Right, right. Well, why? Because, you know, first of all, like as a musician, like, um, I mean, you're making a choice to put body image and like showmanship and flashiness above musicianship and talent. I mean, 
and, and talent. Like, so what are we looking at? We're looking at your fat ass on a stage shaking around and everyone goes, Oh my God, she's so brave because she's fat and she's dancing. Like, can we talk about her music? Can we talk about why she's a performer? Can we talk about why she's influential as an artist? Right. I'm, so. I, <laughs> Being that you're in music, have you ever heard of Marie Ben Ali? No, I haven't. She's a, she's a very, very talented violinist. Mm. And she, when I used to see her, she didn't dress half naked and ass and titties was out. She was very, very beautiful. But mm. the thing that I remember about her most is she could actually play the fucking violin. Mm. I wasn't worried about how big her tits were. Right. or wasn't worried about how big her ass was. Right. You know? But women walk out here and they wear this type of shit. And then the first thing they'll say, oh, oh, he's thirsty. Oh, he's he's this and that. Or no, don't inbox me. This is not an invitation for sex. And it might not be an invitation for sex, but what is the point of this? Well, what is the point of you wanting to, hold on just a second. What is the point of you wanting to take a picture with your ass, your titties out, mm-hmm. if it's not to show it off to anyone? So when you do these type of things, when you take these type of pictures, and you post it on social media for everyone to see, you need to be ready to accept any type of comments that come your way. Mm-hmm. Because the thing, the thing that I say, and people might, a lot of people will, your friends, your friends don't fucking like me. And that they don't get my sense of humor. They don't get where I'm coming from. And that's fine. That's cool. I, I, I'm doing this podcast for fun. And my, on the other hand, my friends, they understand when they get my humor, they get where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. So having said that, whenever I say something, I stand by it. I don't tuck tail and I fucking own up to it. Right. So and and I and I when we do these podcasts, I know what I'm getting myself into when we publish them. So you women, you wearing all these this shit with your tits and your ass out, be ready to expect some crazy shit coming your way. Is it fair? Might not be fair, but we don't live in a fair society. So you're gonna have you're gonna have dickheads that come message you and say this and you can have guys that just oh yeah you're beautiful blah 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 you're pretty and and not be so aggressive that's just that's the nature of the beast but most parts feminists can't accept that they think that no man should say anything and they can walk around half naked with vagina in print showing on social media and that's just fine well and and i think what what causes this reaction in us us being women is that um, for the past while, however, this, uh, you know, third wave of feminism has been in effect. Um, we just have this automatic reaction to being told what to do by men and not, and, and not taking it like, um, good advice. Like, you know what, (laughs) are we being as females, are we being good role models for our younger, for the younger generation by, by performing like this on a regular basis? Um, versus can we look maybe to the 1960s and 1970s and look at how females dressed and performed back then? Um, You know, I pretty much think that, you know, 30, 40 years ago, all of the performers were pretty respectable in their clothing and their, and maybe not in their personal lives, but as, you know, role models looking up to like Diana Ross or like, um, even Tina Turner, like Tina Turner was wild on stage, but like, it wasn't grotesque, I would argue. It wasn't like naked. She wasn't naked. 
She was herself right. on stage. Right. Um, and, um, and, you know, there were lots of, lots of conservative performers as well. But I mean, I don't think that parents uh, back then would be afraid to, to, sh to put on a TV show of like Diana Ross performing because it's, it, it might be inappropriate. Um, right. I think that kind of started with Madonna and like Michael Jackson. I, I'm like, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember when like Michael Jackson music videos or Madonna music videos started coming out, but like they would well, only- Well, how, how would Michael Jackson? How would Michael Jackson be an influence of it? Uh, his thriller music video was like rated R or something. They would only show thriller? it. Like, yeah, was it thriller or what was the other one? No, was it thriller? Thriller was the thriller was the one where they're like it was zombies. Zombies. No, it was some other video of his. But I know for sure Madonna, like a virgin, it was only shown like after eleven PM or something because kids were not allowed to see it. Like for yeah. for a few different reasons. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Michael Jackson's not in that conversation at all. <laughs> like no. Really? No. No. All right. I remember, I remember Madonna when I was young, and yes, Madonna was probably the first to take it. There. But, but I mean, I don't think it's just her as a person. I think it's, it was pushed on her and be like, hey, it'd probably be a good idea for you to do this route or do that route or go this role or go that role. I don't think that she came out there wanting to be a wild child like that. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like, I mean, but then again, I don't know her as a as a person or whatnot, you know, but well, you don't. I thought you were personal friends. Yeah, I mean, well, it was. I was drunk that night, so I really didn't get to chat with her that much. You know, it's just business as usual on my end. <laughs> Whatever. But and um, she wasn't, a, and she wasn't a, for the record. She wasn't a virgin no more that night. Oh my god, <laughs> Mr. X. <laughs> 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 Woo! I got a million now from bitches. <laughs> Shit. Oh, shit. I think what happened is um, you ask this all the time of me. You ask me to analyze my actions. Like, why are you doing this? What are you going to get out of it? And, and I think that we should ask women who, who want to take things to the extreme. And, and if we look back at kind of the topic of our first feminism episode, it was um, like, is it toxic masculinity? And and a conversation that has come up recently is are these women that are doing this like first of all yeah what is their motivation why are you right. on stage half naked what do you want people to look at a at? at a presidential rally okay well that's a different topic but like we'll move away oh, my from, bad. we'll, no, we'll no, move no. away from the musicians in a second but like okay got you got you i mean like cuz you you've already said um, you've seen a violinist play and she was dressed beautifully and she's a beautiful woman and you were focused on her music. So uh, again, uh, instead of just being getting my back up and you telling me or you telling Lizzo that she shouldn't wear that, it's not about a man telling a woman what to do. It's like really like, why are you doing that? What, is it serving the music? Is it is it serving... Is it serving your point as a performer, you know? Right. Um, and 
So can I, so real quick, just for the record, can I ask you this question? Yes. Okay. Uh, I do, I do criticize women, correct? Yes. Okay. Do I criticize men as well? Yes. Okay. So do you feel that I'm fair across the board? Uh, I would say that you, yeah, you criticize you criticize everyone equally. <laughs> but but you know what? Our listeners won't fucking see that. And that's been on every episode or every, not every episode, but every time it's coming to a debate, you know? Any, yeah. At any given point of time during the show, if you want to talk about men in particular subjects, I'm fucking ready to go there with you. I'm ready, not not in defense of them, but on some some certain shit that they need to be ca called out on, I'm fair game. But see, the thing with the feminists is, the feminists is, they're doing nothing wrong. They're doing everything that they should be doing the correct way and by the book. Mm. And so now here, weeks removed from our, our first episode, I'll ask you this question again. Is feminist, is, is it toxic masculinity? Or womanity? Or whatever. <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. Um. To answer your question, I will bring up the discussion I had yesterday at at school with some of my school friends. And so the idea with toxic masculinity is, and correct me if I'm wrong, is um, when when you act like a man and it's off-putting or your your manliness is too much manliness you're just like i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna like assert myself and tell you what to do and that's toxic masculinity is that what it is like right i don't know is that i mean well you're the woman so i don't really toxic i've never i've never i've never thought that thought like but here's the thing. You told me that you were part feminist. That's what you told me. I think, I think nowadays almost every woman is, has feminist ideals. No, nah, don't, 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 don't deal in absolutes because I just read a, <laughs> we read a text last or the last time we were on the, on the air mm -hmm. about a woman that, thought that toxic or feminist was out of control. We read that and my girlfriend herself thinks that is out of control. Yes, but I, <coughs> what I'm saying is I would say that all women have some feminist ideals. Like we want to be, we want to have equal pay. That's a feminist ideal. We wow. want equal opportunity to jobs. That's a feminist wow. ideal. Wow. I don't think anyone, even you yourself, you don't disagree with that. And you said that last time. You said that Absolutely. obviously, obviously we should have equal pay. Like, why would it be different, right? That's right. That's right. So on, that's, on, that's on what on I'm certain, saying. On right. certain jobs, yes, right. But but that's what you're saying now. But there's been different times because last up until yesterday when that event hit you, you thought that women could dress however they want to dress. You thought that women could do whatever they wanted to do. Hey, first of all, that didn't change yesterday. I've been reflecting on it for the past two or three weeks. Um, yesterday was um, I had another paradigm shift that have not, that has nothing to do with the way women dress, but it has to do with this toxic masculinity question, which means like 
are you taking masculinity too far? Okay, so here's, here is the Cole's Notes version of what happened. Um, Cole, I saw, who's Cole? <laughs> Cole's Notes, you know. I thought it was Cliff. No, what, Cliff's Notes? Yes, it's like a quick version, is that not right? Oh my God, is that a Canadian thing? <laughs> that is so <laughs> weird. You guys say Cliff Notes. Maybe they're cousins. I don't know. We have to find out. <laughs> okay. One but, of you motherfuckers is a fraud. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to have to look that up. That is so funny. No, we say Cole's notes in Canada. Oh, we say they are cousins. They both have the same last name. No. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff and Cole notes. <laughs> Cliff and Cole notes. <laughs> <laughs> Both of these motherfuckers in a hurry to tell their story. <laughs> that is so hilarious. That's we got one. shit to do. We got <laughs> shit to do. Okay, so here's the uh, Cliff Note version. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I recognize that. Okay. All right. Um, so what happened is a an all-female band came to perform, okay? And everyone was super excited, especially the women, because in my industry, in jazz, there aren't a lot of women in, in my field of work in education and as performers. It's a male dominated um, genre and uh, society, the jazz world. So it was like super exciting. Oh my God, all female, all female band, like girl power. Um, and then it came to the concert. And I have everyone, a feeling there was probably some wet coochies in there somewhere, I'm sorry. Why? Why would you all be stoked for all female band? Mm. <laughs> can I I'm sorry. Yes, you can continue. Can you remember that we're in a fucking podcast as well? Okay. Um, <laughs> so they everyone got to the concert and everyone was ready to be their biggest fans. Like, oh my God, this is gonna be so amazing because they are all uh they all all are good in their own right. But right. what happened was the music was aggressive mm. it was loud it was fast and um there wasn't a lot of beauty mm. and i mean if you were there mr x you wouldn't have lasted very long and we always say in the jazz <laughs> world like we recognize that jazz isn't for everybody but if anything it should be beautiful like you should be able to sit down at a concert and go you know what I think that's good or I think that's beautiful. But what right. happened was like, it was just so many notes and it was like, what's going on? And a lot of people felt isolated. They felt like, I, I, I don't understand. I must be stupid because I don't get this music. And so we're sitting there, I'm sitting with some friends yesterday and there was just this thought that like, when did women start playing like men? Wow. What I mean by playing like men, wow, men have always like, oh, I'm gonna play the saxophone loud and high, and I'm gonna play like a fucking million notes in like two seconds, and that's gonna be. Oh, so I'm gonna cool. fuck this pussy. I'm gonna like pound it hard and fast like a jackrabbit, like that. You mean yeah, that? yeah. Except in jazz. <laughs> 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 except for with the saxophone. <laughs> so 
Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for making like my story accessible to the average person. That's that's. Hey man, I'm just trying to so everyone can relate. You know what I mean? You're doing a good job. (laughs) Um, and I sat there and I just listened to this thought. Like, when did women start playing like men, or when did when did women start having to feel like they needed to compete with that idea that like faster, louder, higher is better. Wow. And um, I was like, oh my God, you know, because, and it's not like, it's not like I would ever say, oh, you know, women should, you should play like a girl because that has, that has negative connotations, just like in sports, like, oh, you throw like a girl, you know, (laughs) like no one wants to say that. And, and, and no one, you know, wants to think that, but, but what happened if it's true? But like, why? In sports, it could be true, but. Yeah, but also. In music, I don't think there's a such thing. You're right. In in music, there's no, oh, you're, to a certain extent, because you, you're doing the story, you told me that your music teacher actually said that they are playing like men. Mm-hmm. Right. But I feel, I definitely feel what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, um. Yeah, because and and again, it just brought up questions, and and I don't think that there is an answer, but um, because what is playing like a man and and what is right. playing like a woman, but it's right. become this thing where we women have we feel like we have to compete with men, and then I started thinking about our discussion and like how many ways in society we do things to compete with men instead of being. Right beautiful and strong and talented in our own right in our own way like like you you say this all the time like women have certain skills and abilities that men just don't have period and there's nothing wrong with that it's beautiful in its form like and (laughs) uh just like you have men that try to do shit like a woman and like Nigga, you're not a woman, so you're not going to be able to perfect that because you're not made to do that. And you know what? At the end of the day, that's okay. Accept it. Mm. But today is the day and age that you have to compete. Like you said, you have to compete. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm going to get super nerdy, and it's just going to be like one more minute. But like even our speaking voices, Mr. X, there's a study in the 1950s, women spoke like women. They spoke like this. They, they were beautiful women. And then as we entered the workforce, our voices became lower. And you will notice that nowadays, most women speak like I do. They speak low in our range. And uh, that, the study said that that's so we can compete in the boardroom where there's men and, and we have a more authoritative tone uh, tone of voice when we are talking to men because we're not talking like women we're talking like men right right and it's and it's so funny because my singing voice I'm actually a soprano I'm a very high singer but I speak Tony soprano shut up I speak <laughs> I speak low in my low because like all women nowadays we speak low in our range because we have to change we have to change ourselves to compete with men. Like that's fucked up. Like we shouldn't, we shouldn't do that. Right. You scared the shit out of me sometimes with your voice. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. 
excuse me what what do you mean let me let me find out that you joanna man or some type of shit let me find out <laughs> have you seen have you seen joanna man is that a is that movie too black for you or uh, yes yeah we'll save it for the next episode <laughs> but i scare you with my speaking voice no, nah, I'm just bullshitting. I'm just cracking jokes. It's a I'm like, again, I'm it's like, a podcast. Like, it's a I'm podcast, like, not a fucking therapy session. I'm like, Jesus, like, is my voice really that low? Anyway. I'm like, Jesus, is my voice really that low? <laughs> Fuck up. Mitch um, Crawford. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, us competing with men in the music world it's done a disservice to ourselves and, and, and maybe the music and, and maybe that's not what they're doing. Maybe they're not even consciously competing with men, but it, uh, I don't know. It was, it was, it was sure a shock and it, it actually caused a lot of women to like think and reflect. And so it was a really great concert in that way. Right. Right. Um, I know, I know from my uh, point of view that, my particular genre of music, if you will, mm-hmm. I can definitely see them trying to compete with men because all you have to do is just listen to the new, newest female artists that they push and they pro- that they promote. Yeah, like and who? Nicki Minaj, okay, Cardi B, uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. There was another um, artist that was up and coming, but she just kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name was Young M.A. Uh, even these, these uh, <laughs> wildly disorderly bitches called the City Girls. Mm-hmm. And it's all about, because what the guys used to rap, well, you're not used to, but what did men still rap about? Pussy. M- and pussy, money, disrespecting the woman, and blah, 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 and this and that. And now what are the women rapping about? What, tell me. Fuck him. F- fuck him. I can have, I'm, I'm going to fuck him. He's going to pay me. I'm going to take all his money. He's a simp. He's a sucker. I can have all these different kind of men. And, you know, and even talk about, even goes as far as uh, violence with another woman, just like you would have the violence with another man in a rap song. Right. You have the, you have these women doing the same fucking shit. And, so, you, and, and like, so like, and like, and I grew up in, in I grew up in, not just a real, real rough, rough neighborhood, but I grew up in the hood. It wasn't too bad, mm-hmm. you know. It wasn't too bad. I went. I grew up in the, in the kind of hood, but I went to a very, very, very uh, highly decorated school. Mm-hmm. And like you, you bitches is not doing it. Cardi B is not out there fighting bitches like that, or putting putting <laughs> putting pulling guns on bitches. Nicki Minaj is not out there. <laughs> You know, pulling guns on bitches like none of that shit, man. And it's it's ridiculous. You're you're competing with men, and the men rap. Look, rap is so boring and tiring. We look, we've been talking about selling drugs and dope and downgrading our, our women for thirty fucking years, man. It's not time. It's not time for something new yet. Yeah. But that's uh, that could be a whole nother podcast. Like, do you so? Do you think that the women are rapping about that? Because the men are, like, in a reaction to it. Uh, rap to me, rap is strictly industry uh, forced and promoted. And when I say that, I mean you can look at some uh, male rappers and 
They talk about, I'll give you a prime example, Future. Okay. I don't can't remember if it was his last CD or the CD before that. I think he had like 15, 16 tracks. 13 or 14 of them was about Molly, Codeine, and Pills. And right. then when you when you ask him or he does an interview in his real life, he does none of that shit. <laughs> but he'll promote that. You have the rapper Young Jeezy yeah. that'll tell you, get rich or die trying. Sell dope or, or no, it's called trap or die. Mm. Which a trap, if you don't know, let me educate your a pasty ass. If you don't know what a, what a trap house is, a trap house is where you, I where you yeah, well, I'm going to explain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to explain for your other pasties. Oh. Um, <laughs> don't you dare fucking edit it. <laughs> Mental note. <laughs> Mental note. Uh, don't get it twisted. I'm talking to the dark. You darkies too. I'm talking to you too because some of y'all don't know what a trap is. Yeah, Mr. X on one a day. But anyway, a trap is where you sit and you just sell drugs out of it. That's what it is. So here it is. Young Jesus would tell you trap or die. Sell okay. these drugs or die. Meanwhile, his son goes to Harvard. Oh shit, really? Yes. Ooh, that's pretty fancy. There was a picture floating around on the internet where he was just smiling, cheesing with some random Chinese family. This doesn't look this <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> that's really upsetting. Some... It's really upsetting because like I thought you're supposed to be trapping the dime, motherfucker. Yeah, no kidding. It looked like you having the time of your life. Mm-hmm. Now I'm concerned about the coronavirus. Oh, too soon. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. But yeah, um, like you can't, you can't, like you can't take this shit serious. As far as our music, you know, you can't take serious. You can't mm-hmm. take this shit serious. But that goes from uh, our different uh, respected uh, or <laughs> disrespected cultures that we come from. Right. Yeah, I don't take these these uh nothing that these rappers say serious it's just entertainment i've rarely rarely listen to music when i'm in a car it's mostly uh talk radio mm-hmm. or some type of news mm-hmm. i might get in my mood one day when it's a nice fucking good day listen yeah. to some music but i don't take this shit serious man well, and you no one should a lot of older music too like you right, right. rock and i love rock yeah yeah um so before we go, can you just tell people about this, um, this debate and this woman at this debate? Because, again, you and I talked about those questions. Um, what are we getting out of blank by doing blank? So this woman who acted at this debate rally, what was her point in acting this way? So what did she do? Well, okay, it was at a, um, it was a Joe Biden, I believe it was. Okay. It was at his, um, oh, no, it wasn't Biden, so I'm sorry. Mr. X has been drinking tequila, by the way, so my little bit, might be a little bit off. Not surprised. Um, hey, look, white girl wasted. Let's not even fucking talk, all right? <laughs> Go on. Somebody um, debate. Somebody who wants to be fucking president, his debate. It was Bernie Sanders, I'm sorry. Okay. It was Bernie right. Sanders, and the woman... And it was her and another one was protesting about um, the treatment of uh, cows and farms. Okay. <laughs> that okay. Was her, so, that, so they were like was, vegans or whatever. 
I don't, I, I don't know if they were vegans, but they were protesting about something. Okay, animal cruelty uh, or something. Okay. Yeah, uh, and it, it, it was some a treatment towards animals and farmers. That's what it was both okay. in a in a mixture. And okay. she decided to. One woman decided to not go topless, and one woman decided to go topless. And <laughs> you said something very interesting yesterday when we had this conversation. <laughs> you said. What would happen if a man would pull out his dick during a protest? <laughs> <laughs> you found that interesting. We laughed for like I'm, 10 minutes. Like, dude, you don't even realize, like, <laughs> I had a vision of that shit and, like, the, the guy speaking, doing his, his speech or whatever about how he's going to make the world change. And you look over and there's a, a 13 inch dick just hanging out somewhere and people are like, I'm just taking that off. Like, I've seen that in my head. <laughs> a 13 inch dick that's impressive yeah that that would make someone stop and be like hey, um, yeah. hey what, yeah hey what are you doing with that weapon but but the reason i asked it is because okay first of all yesterday when you told me this you um told me the story you actually never said what she was protesting that is so wild to me first of all okay fine protest the treatment of animals in the meat industry 100% like it's whatever that's a worthy cause why take your fucking shirt off what right. again that at, that begs the question what are you doing that for like what is the point of that action i want mean want me to tell yeah. you why want me well, to tell like, you why what's the point of that action well hold on just first of all as a feminist in the 21st century okay women can okay that's right that's they what i was going to say they, they can. can but why they can't why that's that's you're asking why and the answer is because they, they can. can like so would a man <laughs> oh my that's, god and that's why i was like well oh like god. okay so like you 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 asked me that question and then i was like okay why would she take her shirt off like what what point is she trying to make and then i was like if a guy was doing that, holding the sign, and then he's like, oh, fuck this shit, and just like, takes <laughs> off his pants, why? Why would you just, why would you take off your pants? Why would you show your dick? Oh, uh, for a man, it could be many reasons. Like, I might see how many bitches I can pull out this, <laughs> this rally tonight. But I don't know, man. It's, um, it's a slippery slope because from a feminist point of view, there's no, there's there's no barriers of what they can do during the protest because they can't do anything wrong. Meanwhile, you can't kneel during a fucking racist ass national anthem if you're a so-called black man without being called a piece of shit. Mm. So either you can peacefully protest about real life shit, social injustices, injustices, or <laughs> Or you can fucking go at a presidential rally and, and talk shit topless. And that's okay to do. And no one is outraged about that shit. And it's it, more power to her for doing that. But you, sir, that are quietly protesting, you're, you're a piece of shit. And people, and you're, you're actually protesting for a, a cause where people are getting murdered behind. Yeah. So... It's just reactionary, right? Like it's, and it's this, we live in this age where like, I, I can do it or like women, women can do what they want. And so they do. Right. They um, do. 
And, and you asked the question, like, who's going to keep the women in line? And so who, who, whose job is it to keep that woman in line? You know, and I was also thinking about that, like, because you asked that question a number of times, is it the man's job to keep their woman in line or just women, period? Uh, if not men, well, is it, you know? Right. I, well, I think we're past that point we're past that point because you're protesting against basically manly men. Yeah. So it's, it's gone past the point where it a point of no return. Well, we need to get back to the stasis where we have acceptable behavior um, that we can all agree is for, for the betterment of our society and for our children. So like, like uh, th this just like mental checklist, so, okay, I'm, I'm planning on acting this way and dressing this way. Um, would I be comfortable with my children watching this? I mean, is that, is that a gauge? Is that a good level? Like, or is that a good way of like checking my behavior, you know? And, and I think that's, that's kind of what having morals and values and um, a good, good parents, a good upbringing, those things have been taught to good people. And right. I, that, that people, um, they will think before they act. And maybe what's happened is that there are a lot of people in today's society that haven't been taught that, that haven't been taught like, I need to check my attitude and my actions before I do it. And right. you know yeah. that I don't do that a lot and you get on me about that. Um, <laughs> but I think like as a society, that's what needs to happen for our women and men to start acting like fucking good men and women again. Right, especially the men, because we're supposed to be role models and we're supposed to be the quote unquote bread or provider and uh, rock and sense of uh, security and like, dude. And you're certainly not my moral compass, men as a whole, you know, right now, I don't, I don't think that you you have any moral high ground on women. Well, because you're a feminist, that's why you wouldn't think that. <laughs> <laughs> you're a feminist. But men are no better than women right now, Mr. X. They aren't. And you're you're so right. You're so right. But that's that's not the, that's really not the point. Because here as women say, you can't, a man can't tell. It's not a man's place to tell a woman where she's wrong or where she's not. So men are, men, I mean, believe it that if you don't want to, or if you do, men, the, the strong will and the strong-minded man that, that's frowned upon. That's frowned yep. upon. Yep. That, and that's what toxic masculinity is. And so, I'm, so again, I will ask you because I never got a clear answer. Is feminism toxic masculinity uh i'm gonna say in general no the radical feminists have have gone to a, a different plane but like the the me feminists the so you know what you know what let me ask you that who's gonna put that's that's what we should that's what we need to address and Who's going to, the, the women that are the, the feminists, the women that want to march for equal rights and march for this, that's fine. That's cool. But who's going to put the radical 
feminists in line. We'll let we'll we're fine with the other feminists, you know. Give them the fucking equal pay. Stop being stop harassing their asses at work. Mm-hmm. Treat them like women. But these other motherfuckers, something has to be done about them. That's the problem. Who's gonna who's gonna control them? Who's gonna say they're out of line? Because when they're when they challenge men and they step oh uh, step out of bounds and cross the line, you know what they run and do? Well, we're feminists. We're, we're feminists. You you can't say this to us. You can't attack us because we're feminists. But just a few minutes ago, you were fucking topless at a goddamn rally, and you you, you had a buzz cut haircut, and you were ready to whoop someone's ass. <laughs> so I'm glad you. That was a good top. That was a good point you made. So my thing isn't the feminist as a whole, and I've said this before, but I didn't know how to to separate the two, but you just gave me an idea on how to separate the two, and it's the radical, extreme feminist that's uh, that makes feminism toxic masculinity. But one thing you can attest to, unless you cross a certain line with me, I don't downgrade you as a person, man or woman. And throughout our relationship, that I've never done that to you, and you've never seen me belittle a a person because I thought that she was a woman. Have you seen that? No. But let let you tell it your fucking friends that hear some shit I say and go bonkers with it. They, that's what they think, and that's just not true. But these feminists, these extreme feminists, as well, they think they have the right for whatever reason to belittle a man, let alone people. And the question, that question is. Who's going to put their ass back in line? Because when that time comes for them to get put back in line, they run back to the, oh, we are all feminist thing. Mm. You can't talk to us like that. Again, it's just, it's reactionary right now because, I mean, it's it's a defense mechanism to, to put down uh, a gender that's been oppressive to, towards women for so long. So I think the natural reaction, it's like when you get in a fight, is to defend yourself and to fight back. And so right now right. we're in that fight back stage right. of our society where, where you are the enemy. Men are the enemy because you were so oppressive for so long. Well, that's, that's not all the way accurate, but for someone who does history, women have always been put on the pedestal. Like all these different Greek goddesses and all these different Egyptian goddesses and Roman goddesses, they were symbolized after <laughs> real life women. They were put on pedestals. I know, but like you look at 400 years ago where a woman couldn't go out in public without a, a chaperone because she- Well, well how, do you, how do you know that? Again, again, that hit, history has to be done, Toby. So how do you know that? Because 400 years ago, there were prominent women rulers. Yeah, but women, 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 women ran empires and women ran empires and had men killed. Yeah, but like women in society, like if if I was like you know working in the kitchen or whatever, I'm like a a maid because I'm not. What do you mean? What do you mean? I couldn't. Like I couldn't just go walking down the street to the store without a chaperone, you know. And that's what I mean. If you how is that? How do you mean by that? Women in society, if women were rulers of empires and would having other women killed to stay on the top yeah but that's that's an isolated example i'm talking about it's not if it's if it's if it's an empire it's not an isolated example 
an isolated example would be Joanne and fucking Becky, like down the street, right? Okay, you know what? We are broaching on a whole nother fucking subject right now. We, but that's what I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and that's what they do. And we, I actually think, <laughs> I actually think we do pretty well of staying in the realm of the shit that we're supposed to talk about. I know, I know. Because you just the other day, you're like, well, maybe it would be fun to like talk about a couple different subjects. But uh, yeah, I don't know. If we was just to let them, just let them fly out. I have a lot of ideas that um. I actually want to uh, take this thing. Uh, so really? we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I might get fucking booed off the podcast because oh, an angry black man. You're you going to get booed off the podcast? Like, I'm going to, like, fire you or something? Is that what's going to happen? Doubtful, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're what? You're what? Dude, don't fucking do me because you spewed the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> All over. No, do not say that. Do not. I'm editing that out. I, I, Toby, never did what he is bro, saying. Did. Bro, your boyfriend, your boyfriend told me you, you <laughs> that y'all role play and say it. Oh. <laughs> you are horrible. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You're going down. I'm gonna find something on you. <laughs> hey, you can't find shit on me if I release it to the public. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know me. I don't care. But you can't That's embarrass true. me with you, shit. You don't give a fuck. So man, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So yeah. Well, um, I really enjoyed this talk. Yeah, it was a it was a good topic. We wanted to um go into it and rehash it. It seemed to be a lot of uh different emotions and feelings from various uh people mm-hmm. regarding this topic and it was one of our most listened to podcasts mm-hmm. and you wanted to rehash it and I wanted to rehash some things and clear up some things as well. Mm-hmm. Which I really should because everything I say I try to make clear and yet I'll reiterate that I have a, no problem with women standing up for uh if their rights are being infringed or uh traded upon i have no right with that but when you're in a movement for certain rights you can't (laughs) you can't infringe or tread upon people as well that would be equivalent to uh a movement about violence against black people but we're killing fucking cops that's stupid that would be stupid Mm. so but you hit the the uh the nail on the head when you said radical feminists because no one picks them and, and calls them out because they're under this whole umbrella of feminism and we can't say nothing against feminism because of hey well marching for women's rights yeah we we should get to a place where as a feminist i'm allowed to be a champion for women but not at not by putting men down you know like right why why does there have to be that seesaw why why can't we why can't we just fight for our rights and not and not at the expense of men that's it that's what i wanted to say right right well i mean and to dig deep into it it's it's all an orchestrated thing like the powers to be want division and they've created it and it's it's 
typical uh, Hegelian dialectic, problem, reaction, solution, and you, you sheeple just can't fucking see this thing, man. You can't see it. Mm-hmm. So, and here we are, <laughs> even more divided in, than our country needs to, or yeah, our, I will say our country, than our country needs to be. All right, we're divided on every level, uh, socially, economically, politically, racially. Like, it's division in this fucking place, man. And this is supposed to be the mecca of all countries. And, like, as people, we can't get our shit together. Well, we'll solve it one podcast at a time. That's our uh, yeah, grand vision, Mr. X and Toby conquer the world. Yeah, if I don't get stoned to death first by you fucking radical feminists, well, just don't like pull your thirteen-inch dick out and you'll be fine. Hey, hey, if I pull my dick out in the crowd, no one will be looking. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, well, um. Take care. Goodbye. That's all I got. I have nothing like snazzy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, later, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>